Welcome to the Christian Life Austin podcast. We continue our Wednesday evening series on power. In part three, we will learn about a source of power and blessing that is available to us. And with part three entitled The Power of the Blessing, here is lead pastor Rex Johnson. Numbers chapter 6, verse 22 says, And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak unto Aaron and unto his sons, saying, On this wise ye shall bless the children of Israel, saying unto them, The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel. And I will bless them. Proverbs 18.21 says simply death and life are in the power of the tongue. My subject tonight for just a little while is the power of the blessing. There is an incredible source of power and blessing that is available to us today. How many of you in this house would like to have the supernatural blessing of God in your health, in your relationships, in your family, in your finances, and in your emotions? To be filled with the peace of God that passes understanding, that joy unspeakable that we used to sing about when I was a kid that was full of glory. And victory over the world and the flesh and the devil. I want us to discover, the word discover, what is really meant when we say, I bless you in the name of the Lord. When someone sneezes, we say, bless you. What does that mean? It means absolutely nothing. (laughs) Some people think it does, but it doesn't. But what you're really saying when you say, I bless you in the name of the Lord, you are saying far more than you could ever imagine. First of all, I want to say this. Hear me real strong. It is God's will to bless us. Amen. Amen. God said in Numbers 6 and 27, I will bless them. The psalmist David said his mercies are new and renewed every morning. I thank God for that because if not, most of us would not be here. God gives us an extension every morning. That's a wow factor, folks. And we must understand that the source of our blessing is God Almighty. What exactly is the blessing that the priest was imparting to the people in number six? In number six. And here's what it is. It is the impartation of the supernatural power of God into a human life by the spoken word of God's delegated authority. Let me say it again. It is the impartation of the supernatural power of God into a human life by the spoken word of God's delegated authority. And so in the text, the high priest of Israel is speaking a blessing from God to the people. And the blessing from God flows through that priest to the people. And they are blessed because God said, I will bless them. 
Put your hand on your chest and say, God's blessing me. I want you to start receiving that before I even get going. I want to look at a brief history of blessing in the scripture. First of all, when God created Adam and Eve in the book of Genesis, the first thing God did was to bless them. And that blessing was what we call a threefold blessing. Number one, to be fruitful and multiply. That meant to be, get married and have kids in that order. <laughs> number two was to subdue and conquer. And number three was to have dominion over the earth. That was the blessing that God gave to Adam and Eve. Number two, in Genesis 12 and 3, God blessed Abraham. And God said, I will bless those that bless you, Abraham. And I will curse those that curse you. Now remember, Abraham passed this blessing on to Isaac. Stay with me now. Isaac passed it on to Jacob. Jacob passed it on to his 12 sons. So God taught Moses and Aaron in Numbers chapter 6 how to release the blessing of God upon all of Israel. And how does this supernatural blessing translate to the New Testament and the church? The very first message of Jesus in the New Testament was the Sermon on the Mount. It was a message of the power of blessing. Blessed are the pure and poor in spirit. Blessed are they that mourn. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are they which hunger and thirst. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the pure in heart. Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are those when men, blessed are you when men persecute you. And then in Mark 10 and 16, when Jesus was ministering, he took time, watch this now, to bless the children. You can't run away from this word called blessing in the Bible. If it was important for Jesus to do it, it's important for us to do it today. So what did Jesus say when he blessed the children? He said the same thing the rabbi said and the fathers had been saying since Numbers chapter 6 for thousands of years, generation to generation, to generation to generation. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance unto you and give you peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. And whatever else Jesus wanted to happen in the life of that child, he would speak over that child. Everybody say hallelujah to that. That's good stuff. Now look at this. The last picture we have of Jesus is when he's ascending into heaven. Luke chapter 24. I'm building a little foundation for you. I'm fixing to go crazy and preach in a minute. Verse 50 through 53. And he led them out as far as Bethany. He lifted up his hands and he blessed them. And it came to pass that while he blessed them, he was parted from them and carried up into heaven. And they worshiped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy and were continually in the temple praising God and blessing God. Amen. Everybody say, he blessed them. He blessed them. He blessed them. Let's do it one more time. First thing God did in Genesis was bless Adam and Eve. First thing Jesus did was preach power of blessing on children. The last thing Jesus did before leaving planet earth, he blessed the disciples. We need to still speak and practice the blessing of the Lord in our life. It is time for some fathers in this house to start opening up their mouth. And it's time for mamas in this house to start opening up their mouth. Not worrying about it and fretting over it, but speaking to it. Oh, I feel like preaching right now. <laughs> 
We've been afraid that we're going to be out of our place. No, you're out of your place when you don't do it. You need to rear up and talk to somebody and say, Thus saith the Lord, God is in my life. God is in our house. God is in our church. God is in our family. And hell, you're not welcome. And Jesus, you are. Speak it. Bless somebody. Amen. You know, most of us have done this without knowing what we were doing or perhaps doing it intentionally. What was the impact of the blessing on the lives of children? Remember, it's God's will to bless you. It's important to understand this. And I want to say this. It's going to be on the screen. Write this down. Abundance and success always began inwardly. I can't pour enough on you for you to get wet enough. But God can pour the Holy Ghost in you and you'll spring up enough. This thing starts on the inside. 3 John verse 2 said, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. Meaning that you can't change the fruit until you change the root. There is something on the inside of all of us that you have been holding back in your life and hell has pushed your house around and told you you can't have the victory and the blessing of God in your house. The pastor can have it in his house, but you can't have it in your house. The deacons can have it in their house, but you can't have it in your house. The praise leader can have it in his house, but you can't have it in your house. What makes you any different than anybody else? One thing, you got to open up your mouth wide and start declaring and say, I bless this house in the name of the Lord. This house is a house of the Lord. Somebody needs to start talking to your house and talking to yourself. Speak it. Say it. God will not bless you financially beyond your spiritual maturity. Because if God did, money would become your God. And it would destroy your soul. Because, see, you can have money and be very poor. Some people don't know the difference between making a great living and making a great life. God wants us to have abundant life. Don't be enraptured by things that will fade away and pass away. Get a hold of something that's eternal. Get a hold of something that will never, la- never go away. Get a hold of something that will never die. Get a hold of something that will be there tomorrow and the next day. And when you get down, it will be bidding you to come on, come on, come on, come on. Because you have spoken it in your future. And God's going to let it bring you to the place that you spoke it in. And I'm here to declare to you, there's some of you that's going to have the best fall of your life. Because you're going to get a hold of the spoken word of God tonight. You're going to get it. You're going to get it. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in this house. Hallelujah. 
Proverbs 10 and 22 said, The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. And that's what we're after. You can lay in a bed of gold, dying with a terrible disease, while the orderly who cleans your bedpan can have the health of God and a joy that's unspeakable and full of glory. Luke chapter 12 says, For a man's life consisteth not the abundance of the things which he possesses. I love this. I was rich the day I was born and opened my eyes in a humble farmer's home. And I'll be rich the day I die. Not because I have money, but because I have the blessings of the Lord in my life. I am blessed with my emotions. Say, thank God for good emotions. I am not controlled and I am not conquered by anger. I do not have hatred in my spirit. There's no bitterness down here, no resentment. I'm not living my life trying to get even with anybody. I am blessed and I have joy that's unspeakable and full of glory. Would you like to have some happiness and joy in your emotion? Why don't you just speak to it tonight? Come on, open your mouth and speak to it. I will not be bitter. I will not be unforgiving. I will not hold grudges against anybody. I'm going to stand strong and I'm going to be mighty and powerful in God with my emotions. Say it, say it, say it. Say, I am blessed in my soul. My sins are forgiven. Wow. Why would a person get mad at life when Jesus went to the cross for you? died for you was buried and rose again for you ascended for you said I'm coming back for you how could you get your soul all messed up your sins have been forgiven I am blessed in my relationships I may not have a lot of money but I am blessed say I am blessed God's given me a church say I am blessed God's given me relationships. I am blessed. Look at your wife if you're married and say, I'm blessed because of you. Say it to her right now. Oh, I can't hear you. I hear some women talking, but I can't hear a man saying that. Wife, look at your husband and say, I am blessed because of you. Mm-hmm. We need to do a little preaching on marriage. We ain't got enough of it yet. Everybody say, I am blessed with family and friends that I love and that love me. Everybody say, I am blessed with people in this church that I love and love me. I just must be blessed. Is that all right? I'm talking about the power of the blessing. Luke 10, Jesus sent out 70 to do the work of the Lord. 70 seminary trainees. And Jesus said, here's the first thing you do, Luke 10 and 5. Into whatsoever house you enter, first say, peace be to this house. Peace be to this house. First thing, peace be to the house. In other words, speak peace into that house. They did not realize what would happen when they released the peace of God? 
But when they came back later, people were healed. People were delivered. And they said, Lord, devils, demons are subject to your name. And we think that's all about power. No, it's speaking the blessing. Because when you release the peace of God in a house, he starts meeting every need in that house. I'm going to say it again. When you release the peace of God in a house, he starts meeting every need in that house. Come on, rebellion starts crumbling in your kids. Come on, your wife and the husband get happy again. The children quit fighting because you have released the peace of God in that house. You're not rebuking your kids, saying the name of Jesus, get out of here. No, no, no. You're saying peace be on this house. And when you release that, watch what happens in the house that you live in because there's power in the blessing. Peace. Peace. I have a daughter that's, well, all my daughters are the apple of my eye. But this kid wouldn't sleep. She just wouldn't sleep. She was pathetic. Just sleep all day and then at night, you know. And every now and then you got to get some rest. I won't call her name, but she's my middle daughter. She's pregnant. Her third child. And we was living in Missouri at that time. And I had a buddy friend come up to me, and he's going to spend the night. He, he's a pastor friend, pastor down in Memphis, and he had driven, driven up and was going to take a day or two off and play a little golf there in St. Louis. And he heard, he heard Cassidy crying back there in that room. And just with no, no hesitation, he said, I pronounce peace in this house. <laughs> then he stopped and said, I can't sleep with that. I pronounce peace in this house. Folks, I, I, I got I to gotta tell you something. This is when I started believing in the power of the blessing. That baby immediately went to sleep. And the next morning, Patty and I, Patty will concur, we woke up and said, my God, she must have died during the night. <laughs> Fact, this is a true story. And we went in there and we snuck in. And I put my ear down to her little nostril <laughs> to see if she was breathing. And she was. And she slept till afternoon. And she never cried again. Some of you people have been robbed of the blessing in your life. Come on. You got to open up your mouth wide and be filled with the blessing of God. And you need to declare blessings on your family and blessings on your job and blessings on your home and blessings on your wife and blessings on your children and blessings on your workplace. So Caitlin came along. Our last. And we had to put, this is so funny. We had to put a bottle in every corner of her crib so when she rolled over, she could grab one. It's funny. That's really funny. It really is. Because whatever corner she was in, 
we had that corner field with glory. <laughs> I told those girls when they started growing up, I said, you will pay someday. <laughs> Both of them are beautiful moms. But we went in there one day because I said, if Brother Mike can do this, I can do this. I can't sleep with that. I say peace in this house. I can't have that child in there crying, peace in this house. Would you believe the next morning we woke up and said, did you check on Kate during the night? No. Well, I didn't either. Oh, God. She may have passed away. So we go in and I put my ear down to her nostrils and she's breathing. And she woke up after noon. And we never had to fill the bottle up again. Four times. I'm preaching to you. I'm trying to put it in your language. You need joy in your house. You don't need fighting in your house. You need peace on your job. You don't need insubordination on your job. You need to get along with people. You need to wake up in the morning and declare peace on everybody you're going to meet that day. God's liable to give you a miracle and bring them people to the house of God and they're liable to get saved right here in this church. Why don't you try the power of the blessing? Wow. 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 You don't think a blessing. The blessing must be spoken. Everybody say, I must speak it. The Bible in Genesis, the Bible said, and God said. Everybody say, God said. God said. Meaning he spoke it to existence. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. God did not think light into existence. He said, let there be. He spoke it. You can have what the word says you can't have. But when you start manufacturing things, God will not bless it. Look at Genesis 27. Isaac was old, poor eyesight. Jacob wanted a blessing and the power of that blessing so much. He was willing to cheat to get it. And Esau should have had it because he was the firstborn. But Jacob deceived his father and got it. And when Esau found out, he runs to his father and says, Father, bless me also. But Isaac could not take back the blessing from Jacob because he was the authority figure that passed out the blessing. And Esau said to his father, Father, just say something. And Isaac said, You will live in the desert by the sword and you'll serve your younger brother. Ever wonder, ever wonder why the Jewish people have prospered? Do you think they're that much smarter than us Gentiles? Do you think that the IQ of the Jewish people is that much more brilliant than the scientists that are not Jewish? And if you're Jewish, I'm not hitting on you today. But they make up 2.7% of the population. Yet 80% of the Pulitzer Prizes are won by Jewish people. They are the master merchants, the master scientists, the great educators, the wealth of America. The answer is simply this. It's supernatural. Uh, don't argue with me. Abraham, he said, I will bless those that bless you. And I will curse those that curse you. You look at this. On the 13th birthday of every Jewish boy and girl, every Jewish boy and girl is taken to the synagogue for their bar mitzvah if it's a boy or their bat mitzvah if it's a girl. 
And parents lay their hands on those children and they bless them in the name of the Lord. And every desire they have for the future of their child is spoken over them in the name of the Lord. And God has been honoring his people, the Jews, for thousands of years. Contrary to that scene in Gentile homes, that's most of us. Gentile kids are told by their fathers sometimes who are deadbeat dads, you're dumb, you're stupid, you're just like your mama's people trying to make fun of mama. You'll never learn, you'll never amount to anything, and this is actually a curse over your children spoken by the parent. Remember the spoken blessing, once spoken by the spiritual authority comes true. It did for Jacob, it did for Esau, it did for the disciples. Somebody in this house needs to start speaking words of destiny into your home and over your children. Boy, I'll be glad when he gets through because I... I can't stand this kind of preaching. Well, you need to hear me. You need to hear me. Jesus looked at a ragged bunch of 12 men he had chosen. And he said, you're salt of the earth and you're the light of the world. Huh? He spoke their destiny into existence. Remember, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Now, let's begin to look at the contents of the prayer blessing. Then I'm going to quit. I'm going to close. I'm, I'm not far from finishing. First of all, everybody say, the Lord bless thee. Wow. Say it, the Lord bless you. So the source of blessing is God. Anyone who tries to put anything on you without the name of the Lord is practicing witchcraft. The blessing comes from God. Colossians 3 said, whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. Not Allah, not Buddha, not Gandhi, not Muhammad, not Moon, not Krishna, but in the name of the Lord Jesus. Because God said, I will bless you. Get ready. When you start blessing your children, your house, your home, your job, in the name of the Lord, if you're having trouble with your job, go in the bathroom, shut the door, say, I pronounce peace on this place. And walk out and watch miracles happen. You're allowed to be the CEO before the day is over. Oh, I'm preaching to you right now. If Jesus sends you fishing for Moby Dick, take the tartar sauce and the ketchup with you. Because when you get the blessing of the Lord on your life, you're going to walk in territory you've never walked in before. You're going to live for God like you've never lived before. You're not going to live on the minus side. You're going to live on the plus side of life. Secondly, and the Lord keep you, the Lord keep thee. Keep is a military term. It means that God will attack your enemies and protect you. Everybody say, the Lord's going to keep us. The Bible says when your enemy attacks you one way, God will cause them to flee from you seven ways. <laughs> let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. Number three, the third part of the blessing, the Lord make his face shine upon you. This means that no matter how dark it may be, that God will shine on you and make a way where there is no way. I got to hurry. The fourth part of the blessing, the Lord be gracious unto you. Grace, there's that word, that's undeserved favor of God. Why am I so blessed? One reason, 
Because God is a good God and a gracious God. He blesses us when we don't even deserve it. Won't you clap your hands because of his grace right now? That's, that's, that's important to me. Come on. The fifth part of the blessing. Lord, lift up his countenance upon thee. This was a Jewish phrase. When someone was discouraged with a downcast look, their chin was on their chest. Someone would lift up their chin off their chest and say, the Lord lift thee up. You need a facelift. In other words, quit looking down and start looking up. I need someone to say tonight, Pastor, in our house, things are looking up. Because his countenance is upon us. And the last part of the blessing, and they shall put my name upon the children of Israel, and I will bless them. The New Testament name of the Lord is Jesus. Saul asked the question in Acts 9, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus. The blessing that the Lord wants to give is in the name of the Lord. You need to signature every blessing in the name of Jesus. For in Acts 4 and 12, neither is there salvation in any other. For there's none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. The blessing is in the name of the Lord. Jesus said, I am the door and no man cometh to the Father but by me. You've got you've to call on his name. You've got to call on his name. Hallelujah. There was, a little, there was a little family here Sunday that lived way out past Wimberley, and they visit our church every now and then, and they love to come here. It's just, it's just a long way to drive. They live way past Wimberley. And she was about 15 years ago at home by herself when a burglar broke in. And he told her what he was going to do as he wrapped his arm around her and put a knife to her throat. He said, I'm going to do this, this, and this. And she said, in the name of Jesus, just folded her arm, said, in the name of Jesus, you're not going to do one thing. I speak paralysis to you in the name of the Lord. And all of a sudden she realized he couldn't move. And she took this hand. And took this hand, I wish I'd have preached it Sunday, but I wouldn't preach this subject, and turned around and said, now get out of here in the name of the Lord. He ran like a dog running from a dog catcher. You know why? Because there's power in the name of Jesus. There's strength in the name of Jesus. There's victory in the name of Jesus. Be blessed in the name of the Lord tonight. I close. I'm second landing now. Flaps are out. Bible said in Proverbs 18.10, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. Life today is filled with terrorism. Sooner or later, you'll have a personal crisis. There will be greater than your ability to handle. 
And so what do you say in that personal crisis? Into that chaos, what do you say? You speak the name of the Lord into your life. Abraham is going to offer Isaac on Mount Moriah. Randy, help me. And Isaac said, where's the lamb for the sacrifice, Dad? And Abraham said, Jehovah Jireh will provide. Jehovah Jireh literally means God can see and God can provide. That's what it literally means. In the Hebrew, there's a close relation between vision and provision. It means if God can see it, God will provide it. And God sees everything. So he can provide everything. Everybody say, God can see. I can't see, but God can. And on the other side of the mountain is a little ram coming up the other side. Angel of God is talking to the ram on the other side of the mountain and saying, I'm going to take you to the top and tie your horns to a thicket. So when Abraham gets there, he will have a sacrifice. Hear this, Pastor. If you're in a dilemma, don't be too hasty. Don't throw in the towel too quickly. Say, God can see. And because he can see, he can provide. Start looking around. God has your answer caught in a thicket by its horns. And the answer's not going anywhere. God put it there. I don't see it, but God sees it. He's my Jehovah Jireh. God sees. God provides. And God's already tied your miracle on the top of the mountain. And Abraham, when you get to the altar, when you finally get to the altar, not before, but when you get to the altar, you'll find your answer. It's waiting on you right by the altar. There's so many people that just run around. They just panic. They get all kinds of shook and shaken. And the Bible says everything that can be shaken will be. But we're not going to be shaken. Because we understand that there's a power in the blessing. And so tonight, you know what I'm going to do? Some people left early because they didn't know how the show was going to end. They already thought they had the ending figured out. But in the name of the Lord right now, I bless this congregation. I bless you. I bless you. Anybody, anybody want to receive it? I bless you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I bless you. I bless your families. I bless your jobs. I bless your occupations. I bless your tomorrows. I bless you in the name of the Lord. I bless your emotions. I bless your relationships. I bless all that you are and all that you want to be. I bless it in the name of the Lord because God not only can see, He can provide. And tonight, we're going to walk out of here claiming the blessing of God. Come on. We're going to claim the blessing of God tonight. We're going to walk out of here and say, God, you have done something in my life in this power series, and I receive it. Come on, open up your mouth. I can't say it for you. Say, I receive it, God. I receive it, God. And because I receive it, I'm going to declare some things also. Why don't you start declaring something in your life right now? Come on, open your mouth and start declaring something to God right now. To your home, your family, your life, your job, your relationships, your emotion, your kids. Whatever you want to declare, start declaring it right now.
Come on, open your mouth wide. Come on, open your mouth wide. Open your mouth wide and declare it right now. Declare it in the name of the Lord. Come on. I will not fail. I will, I will not falter. I will not go away. I will be here. I will be counted on. I'll be a great husband. I'll be a fabulous wife. We'll have a glorious family. I declare the blessing of God on our home. (laughs) I declare the blessing of God on my future. Come on, speak it out tonight. 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 Can I hear somebody say glory right now? Can I hear somebody say amen right now? Can I hear somebody say I declare? I declare. I declare that our home will be a home of blessing and honor and glory. And there will be peace in our house. And people are going to walk in our home and feel the peace of God. Mm. Mm. Come on, let's praise Him. Come on, let's praise Him. It's all right to praise Him. Thank you for the Word tonight. Thank you for the Word tonight. Thank you for the Word tonight. Mm. Hallelujah. 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 Woo! Hallelujah. I feel some old time power in this house tonight. I feel the blessing of the Lord on this place tonight. The blessing of the Lord is on this place tonight. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. So I declare that some of you that are in a stalled position on your, on your jobs and in your occupation, speak peace to it. Speak a blessing over it. And watch God unlock the grids. Uh, watch God unlock the grid and let you walk through with favor. Watch it. Watch it happen. The Jews are not that much smarter, folks. They're just a blessed people because they believe in the blessing. And we got to step into that blessing realm in our own world. Anybody know that I love you here tonight? Anybody know that? I give you my heart on Wednesday. I give you my heart. I give everything I got to you tonight. Amen. 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 I shall not be afraid of the future, for I will declare to this generation that I'm a blessed child of God. Lift your hands all over the house. Father, thank you for this night. Thank you for the blessing and the favor of God. And that concludes today's message. Please visit clcaustin.com for the latest news, to register for an upcoming event, or to support the Christian Life Ministry through our online giving portal. Thank you for listening.